Welcome to Stories of Change and Creativity. I'm Judy Oscom, a professor in the School of Journalism and Mass Communication at Texas State University. Throughout my career as a television journalist, video producer, PR professional, and educator, I've always been drawn to stories, stories about people and how they deal with change and embrace creativity. Hope you enjoy listening. On this episode, I talk with Anthony O'Neill about how students can earn a degree debt-free. He's a youth pastor and personality with the Dave Ramsey Organization. O'Neill is the author of the best-selling book, Debt-Free Degree, the step-by-step guide to getting your kid through college without student loans. And he knows firsthand about the subject. At age 19, he was in debt and homeless. O'Neill got back on track and now teaches young people and their parents how to make smart decisions about money and life. You know, the average college student would graduate with about $35,000 in student loan debt. And let's be honest, this is on a low end. You know, we know a lot of young people who are graduating with $100,000, $200,000 in student loans. And I believe it's just because of their lack of knowledge. Um, I really want to help as many young people get into school 100% debt-free. I firmly believe that no one has to borrow money. It may not be the most popular route. It's not going to be the easiest route, uh, but it will be the best route for the individual. What will the book uh, help parents do? Yeah, so that this the book is going to help parents have a step-by-step plan on what to do. So throughout the book, I talk about what you need to be doing as early as in the seventh grade all the way through graduation in, in the 12th grade. And so for one, it's going to let them know, hey, here's a plan. So let's say for an example, a parent has a, uh, a five-year-old, like, hey, what can I start doing now? Well, that's easy. We're going to talk about the 529s and the ESAs. How can you start investing? Let's say parents are struggling. They don't have anything saved for college. Well, I'm going to give them a plan on what they need to be teaching their kids on how to prepare for their practice ACT, the practice SAT, um, what classes they need to be taking their freshman year, sophomore year, how they need to be setting up their uh, students' um, uh, college resume. We really walk through the whole process with this thing, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, Parents are going to love this because it's going to really take the stress off of them. And it's a book that they'll literally read every year whenever that season comes. You talk about the college visit. What should parents and students know about the college visit? The college visit, you need to take it very serious. I tell everyone, before you go to a college campus, I want you to write down what are your goals and what are the top five questions that you want to ask um, and really be specific with those questions. Make sure that this is the right school for you. Make sure it's the best school when it comes to your financial aid as far as in you're getting it through it 100% debt free. Um, so when you get on the college campus, look at some fun stuff make sure you have practical stuff that you need answers. So that way, when you come back, you're not visiting just one school. I want you to visit at least three to five. Then you, your parents or parents and your son or daughter sit down and have a conversation. Okay, what did we learn at all five of these schools and what's the best route for us? You also focus on picking a major. When it comes to picking a major, what I want you to do is is pick a profitable major. Okay, I don't want you to pick a major that's going to cost you all all this money to only make twenty eight, thirty thousand dollars. I'm a Christian man of faith, but I disagree with paying two hundred thousand dollars for a seminary degree when you're only going to make maybe about thirty five thousand dollars as a youth pastor. So let's identify a profitable major 
uh, something that can turn into a good, profitable career. Now, once we identify that major, then we need to step back and see what school is the most uh, affordable school that can go to debt free with this particular major. But if you do not know what you want to do, this is what I tell you, everyone. Don't stress it. It's OK. You're 18. You're 19 years old. Um, you, you may not know what you want to do. So two options. Maybe consider community college. Just go ahead and get your prereqs out the way and you're still identifying what you want to do. But let's just say college is not even on the route. It's, yeah, I don't even want to go. I have no problem with a gap year. Okay, we're going to take one gap year. We're going to be working, still looking up scholarships and grants. We're going to identify some key areas of what we like as far as what we have interest in. Once we identify that, if it requires college, then let's start the journey. If it doesn't, then that's fine. As long as we're doing something with our lives and we're continuing to move forward. You've been visiting a lot of college campuses as well. What can universities and colleges and junior colleges do to help students better understand this? Um, the number one thing, I think we got to have more financial aid classes. When I talk about financial aid, I'm talking about financial literacy. We really need to have uh, make sure that our young people are knowing they're coming to school to learn how to read, write, process information and add and to get a job. Let's teach them how to maintain that job. Let's teach them how, what are the practical skills? How do we budget? What's the difference between a credit card and a debit card? What is a credit score? What is debt? How can I be successful financially? I think that's one of the first things that colleges can do. The second thing is um, I would love to challenge all the colleges to consider lowering their prices. You know, we, we got to make this stuff affordable for our young people uh, because some jobs do require college education. And so it's hard when uh, the college that these young people want to go to is costing them $54,000 just for tuition. Um, but again, I just think colleges can do better at providing more life skills, financial literacy courses and coming down on their prices. What can you tell students that are in my area who need to do internships, but a lot of internship providers don't pay? Yeah. The number one thing when, I, when it comes to internships is uh, you need the education and, and you need the interns. Let's talk about that. Uh, but there are several different areas that you can do to work. I'm always recommending that these young people work 10 to 19 hours a week um, on, on a part time job or even working on campus. Uh, but do some research. And do some negotiating because there are some internships out there that may not pay you a lot of money, but they can give you something. But you got to be bold enough to ask. Make sure that you're on a job and you're on time and that you're worth every dime that you're asking for. So if you're asking for, you know, maybe just five hundred dollars or something, uh, make sure that you're actually doing the job and they can see value in giving you the money. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit okay. and talk about your routines. Yeah. What are some routines that you do to survive and mm. to thrive? And what can students learn from you? You know, one of the main things that I do to, to continue thriving um, is I'm always learning and I'm watching who I'm around. So a lot of my peers who I'm around are either on my level or above my level. Sometimes I'm not the smartest person in, in the circle. I believe that relationships are key. Uh, when it comes to the to today's day and time, you know, I'm around the Dave Ramsey's, the Mark Cuban's, the John Maxwell's. I'm around these individuals and I'm always learning. So that way, when I get back to my real world, I'm always moving forward. One thing is I'm always challenging young people, especially millennials, college students is, you know, be very careful with who you call a friend and who's speaking into your life. Uh, if your goal is to be this doctor, this lawyer, or this business owner, make sure that your peers also resemble that as well. They want to be successful. They're thriving for uh, much more in life. But that's the one key thing that I'm very, very cautious with myself. Um, and I have a plan. I believe that where there is no vision, that's where people perish. And so I have a vision for my life and I make sure that no matter what, while I'm not perfect, I'm always still striving towards that vision. I think sometimes students think, 
who am I? I'm just a student. Why should I have a plan? (laughs) Uh, Because I believe uh, where there is no plan, again, that's where people perish. My father taught me something. Proper prior planning prevents poor performances. So when you have a plan priorly before you walk into anything, whether that's a job, college, um, life, if you have a plan, period, you have direction on where you want to go. Now, we can talk about this as well. You can have a plan, but if you don't have systems, healthy habits uh, that you do, you're working on every single day that gets you closer to that plan, then that plan is going to die. So I call plans or a vision without systems or habits just a dream. OK, so I don't want you to have a dream. No, I want you to put some some work ethic into whatever you're doing. So if your plan is to go to graduate college at the top of the class, what are you doing every single day to go towards that? Are you waking up every single day, going to class, applying your very best? Are you coming back to your dorm room or to your apartment? Are you studying? Are you getting around smart professors to help you? What is that system that you're doing every single day that's getting you towards your vision and your plan? So if you're 18, 19 years old and you're thinking, um, I'm too young to have a plan. No, it's actually the best time. Because if you have a plan at 19, you're bound for success before you even turn 30. Thank you for listening to Stories of Change and Creativity. Check out the show notes for more information about this episode. And please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. If you have a story to tell or know someone who does, please let me know. I'm Judy Oscom. Thanks for listening.